Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, listeners. It is Thursday, October 13. Yesterday, I did not remind you that I'm Kim Hauer. Um, if you've listened for a long time, you know who I am. The uh, only female voice other than Pam every once in a while. So, uh, And I am here again with Andrea Mason, still here in the studio with me, so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so as Thursdays are thankful day, I'm thankful you didn't run out. Yeah, me too. You, you yeah. stuck around. <laughs> So um, how about for you? What are you thankful for? Yeah, I'm just honestly so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful to, um, I'm, yeah, we're just thankful for this community and thankful for what God's doing that we can't always see. But anyway, I'm just really grateful and uh, feel so um, just honored and thankful to be with you, Kim, spending time with you. It's really sweet. Well, thank you. I've loved getting to know you a little bit more in between our recordings. And yeah, I I love this part of the podcast for me. Everybody knows I go along because I like the um, Mm -hmm. relational stuff. So Mm -hmm. I am really thankful for anybody who joins me. I love having conversations. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, And you learned a little bit about me and my kind of study and whatnot on Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. And I kind of threw you into this one with jumping all over in the scriptures that we have. So I do apologize if this is not your thing. And listeners, you are probably not going to be thrilled either because we're going to jump around a bit. It's okay. Um, It's good. But we're in Ezra 1 and 3. Oddly, this goes back in like the chronological of the written Bible Mm -hmm. back towards the Chronicles area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... We were in Daniel, which was actually more in the latter part where the prophets are. So, but in a timeline, I feel like this is probably really more lifelike how it happened. Mm -hmm. So, if that makes sense to the listeners, history buffs, you get what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Um, So, we're reading from Ezra 1 and 3, uh, but we're reading portions of it. Mm -hmm. And I've asked you to jump around a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Anybody listening taking notes? Mm -hmm. We're going to read Ezra 1 verses 1 through 4. And then we're going to jump to chapter 3 and read verses 1 through 7 and 10 to 13. So, Andrea said she'd read that for me today, so I appreciate it. Go on ahead. Awesome. Okay. Ezra 1, Cyrus, king of Persia, build the temple of God. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, this fulfilled the message of God preached by Jeremiah. God prodded Cyrus, king of Persia, to make an official announcement throughout his kingdom. He wrote it out as follows. From Cyrus, king of Persia, a proclamation. God, the God of heavens, of the heavens, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. He has also assigned me to build a temple of worship in Jerusalem, Judah. Who among you belongs to his people? God be with you. Go to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the temple of God, the God of Israel, Jerusalem's God. Those who stay behind, wherever they happen to live, will support them with silver, gold, tools, and pack animals, along with free will offerings for the temple of God in Jerusalem. And then Ezra 3, 1 through 7. When the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled into their towns, the people assembled together in Jerusalem. 
Joshua, son of Josadak, and his brother priests, along with Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and his relatives, went to work and built the altar of the God of Israel to offer whole burnt offerings on it, as written in the Revelation of Moses, the man of God. Even though they were afraid of what their non-Israelite neighbors might do, they went ahead anyway and set up the altar on its foundations and offered whole burnt offerings on it morning and evening. They also celebrated the festival of booths as prescribed and the daily whole burnt offerings set for each day. And they presented the regular whole burnt offerings for Sabbaths, new moons, and God's holy festivals, as well as free will offerings for God. They began offering whole burnt offerings to God from the very first day of the seventh month, even though the temple of God's foundation had not yet been laid. They gave money to hire masons and carpenters. They gave food, drink, and oil to the Sidonians and Tyrians in exchange for the cedar lumber they had brought by sea from Lebanon to Joppa, a shipment authorized by Cyrus, the king of Persia. And then 10 through 13. When the workers laid the foundation of the temple of God, the priests in their robes stood up with trumpets and the Levites, son of Asaph, with cymbals to praise God in the tradition of David, king of Israel. They sang praise and thanksgiving to God. Yes, God is good. Oh yes, he'll never quit loving Israel. Thanks be to God for that. He'll never stop. He will never stop. Yeah. Well, thank you for reading that. Um, it's a good word. Yeah. So, Kim. Yes. <laughs> as I'm reading, what stands out to you about God's nature and who, how he's revealing himself to us? Yeah, I just was struck by, um, in Ezra 3, uh, which is probably partially why I chose that those two sections of scripture, mm-hmm. um, the story of the temple, right? Like it's being mm-hmm. rebuilt at this mm-hmm. point. So, mm-hmm. um, and of course it tells us who's doing that, which is King Cyrus, right? Not mm-hmm. um, necessarily mm-hmm. the Israelites. Sure. You know, yep. priests or whatever. So yep. they're doing it, but he's kind of commissioning it again. Yeah. Um, but what I liked about it was that God's priorities. Mm-hmm. The altar mm-hmm. was built first. Yes. Rebuilt first so that they could sacrifice, so that they mm-hmm. could, their focus, you know, at the altar, your focus is on mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. alone and our repentance, mm-hmm. right? And so we had to come to Him with offerings to mm-hmm. of repentance. And yeah. um, so I just thought it was cool that it demonstrated that God's priorities were the altar first mm-hmm. so that we can be in right place, mm-hmm. you know, in relationship with yeah. God. And yeah. then he built the mm-hmm. temple foundation. So yes. it didn't matter, like, you know, I think when I build a house, mm-hmm. I'm obviously building, like, the outside shell Mm-hmm. first right and then the inside mm-hmm. you know with all the details mm-hmm. um, and it's to me it's like this vision of um like god knew the whole temple was still in like this mm-hmm. mangled mess from all of the history yeah. yeah but that didn't matter yeah like the the building the the big part is not as ne- as important as the the altar being first yeah so god has like to me god has priorities yeah 
Yeah, I love that. That is so good. How about you? What What did you catch? What part of the scripture yeah. caught yeah. your attention about God? Yeah. I, um, you know, I love that. I just love God that he's an encourager. He prodded me. I just love that he, you know, prodded the king to make this announcement and, um, and that he, he gives us each a role. There is there. Each person had a role to play in it. And so I just, I love again, that nature that God is, that he gives, that he is generous with what he gives and, um, his, I love that you shared priorities. Cause I think that is so good is like, what is on, what is he prioritizing in every season, you know, and, and what he was prioritizing here. Um, and so, yeah, that is, that is really what, what sticks out to me with him. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, as you said, the prodded, um, I'm just looking at in the NIV, it says the Lord moved the heart mm-hmm. of Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I you love know, it's that. It's kind of an yes. interesting way to say it. The Lord moved his heart. You yeah. Know? Yeah. May our hearts be moved yeah. by God. Yeah. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to pay attention to those proddings because I think we always feel that like, or not always, but we can. And right. it's that, that reality that like, it's okay to feel a nudge or a prod, especially, or, you know, of movement in that way. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. He gets our attention one way or the other. Yes. So yes. Maybe those nudging or proddings are a little bit gentler than the, yeah. uh, <laughs> Yeah, more forceful way he might get with yeah. us. Yes. Um, yes, I've experienced that. If yes. you haven't <laughs> quite gathered, um, I've, I've taken more than nudgings and proddings yes. from God because yeah. I'm a little slow sometimes. Yeah. Amen. So, how about people? What mm-hmm. do you? What did you mm-hmm. gather about people from mm-hmm. the scripture? Yeah, I love that. In Ezra one, it says, um, you know, it says that there were some people that rallied, you know, like they had to, they maybe stayed, they stayed back and, um, and they didn't go do the actual building, but it says that, um, the neighbors rallied behind them enthusiastically with different gifts. And I just, I love that we are like you shared earlier in this week, like we are um, called to spur and encourage each other, spur each other on. And so I just love that. That's part of how, you know, God's created us to be as we get to enthusiastically support the work of uh, what God's doing and what each other are called to do. Um, so that's one. And and then I think too, you know, I in Ezra three where it says that um, they're they were afraid of what their non-Israelite neighbors might do, but they still went ahead. And so I think just I think it's just important to normalize some of our feelings that we might have, but still to make that forward movement. And so I think fear is one of those things that everybody can relate to and, but to not be held back and to keep forward movement happening with what God's plans and purposes were in that time. Yeah, that's good. Um, And those of you who aren't like me, will probably skip over Ezra 2. But when you talk about rallying Mm -hmm. um, Ezra 2, which is probably why it's left off the Bible reading plan. Um, it is a huge list. Mm. You know, it says mm-hmm. the list of the exiles who return. So it gives you a list of these people. And then, of course, all the animals and blah, 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 all these things that come back mm-hmm. from yeah. exile and return to this temple. Yeah. Um, what's cool about that is that 
that's that rallying, right? Mm-hmm. That's this coming together again, mm-hmm. and God's bringing His people back together mm-hmm. around the temple. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, I just thought it was cool. Like from Ezra three verses eleven and thirteen, mm-hmm. um, it talks about how we're made to praise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like yeah. you finished up that scripture um, Mm -hmm. it says he is good his love Mm -hmm. toward israel endures forever Mm -hmm. and all the people gave a great shout of praise to the lord Mm -hmm. because the foundation of the house of the lord was laid Mm -hmm. Um, yeah just super cool that we're we're made to praise yeah the god who we are speaking of who has all these awesome character traits Mm -hmm. so yeah i love that how about a promise and, uh, and a thing of obedience or, you know, what can you take forward into your day today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just love that end of Ezra 3, that he is good. Yes, like there is this resolve similar to, you know, as we've processed Daniel, there is this resolve um, to remember that God is good, that agreement. Yes, God is good. He'll never quit loving us. And so I think that just... Um, because of that, I can then go do hard things. I can then go and love my kid and have extra patience with him as he's really tired when he gets home from school today. You know, I can make that really practical in my life. So just that I, it doesn't matter what I do today or do tomorrow. His love will never change. And so I just receive that promise today. Yeah, I like that. I can do hard things. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, through the strength mm-hmm. that God gives us, we can mm-hmm. do hard things. But we don't know we can do hard things mm-hmm. until we attempt to do those hard things. Right. And so often, as you mentioned, fear can kind of stop us from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so that for me was Ezra 3, verse 3. Mm-hmm. And you had alluded to that one mm-hmm. um, earlier, actually, is that in spite of. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, despite their fear of the people around them, they built the altar on its foundation and sacrificed burnt offerings mm-hmm. on it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in spite of those fears, mm-hmm. we can do hard things. That's right. God equips us to do them. Yeah. So I'm praying that today you actually don't have a rough day after yes. <laughs> we're done recording. <laughs> yes. That everybody had a great day at school and they're well rested. And Yeah, that's right. You don't have to that's do hard right. things today. This was the hardest thing you had to do today, yeah. I hope. <laughs> So, all right. Well, thank you very much for listening mm-hmm. to us. And uh, I just pray that you'll have a great Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're back for one more day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So have a good day. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.